Previously on Dial M for Magic, the gang has finally infiltrated the Abbey, but inside they came across some startling discoveries. Kitty discovered that Mabel is alive and well, and that she is now working for the Abbey. The gang watched as their adventure companion Krogash was killed in front of them. Will the gang's disguises hold true, and just how is Mabel alive? Tune in to find out. So, to uh, give a quick recap of the last time, the crew has snuck deeper into the depths of the abbey. Hijinks have ensued. You also broke into the repository of magical artifacts and got some kind of cool things, uh, including a, a piece of armor or a set of armor that changes colors, uh, a grappling hook, which... It's cool, I guess. Does grappling hook things that remain to be seen. Uh, And an intricately carved silver spear. If you're familiar with the the Dial M cinematic universe, you may recognize (laughs) this from our earlier episode, the Halloween special. And if you're not, then smash that like button. Then fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I hate what I've become. Another rather surprising discovery was made in the course of Kitty investigating the goings-on in the lab. It appears that Mabel Thornhart has been found alive and well uh, working in the lab. Yeah, I, I still don't like that. I, I still don't like whatever the fuck's happening in there. Also, our mobster friend got just brutally killed right in front of us. Oh, yes. And has he has way more... Way more HP than any of us have, so that's very concerning. And now we're dealing with an Australian. That's right. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, At the very end, you encounter a, presumably one of the members of Team Mantis, the Australian who one of the monks refers to as Brother Q. And where we left it off, it looks like conflict's a-brewing on the the horizon? Horizon. Excuse me. On the horizon, so it be. Uh, I would like to preface this with asking the audience for just, just bear with us today as some of us are sick, all of us are very tired, it's very early, and we all have... I got shot twice yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we all have low ASMR voices today. <laughs> it's We're just trying to seduce you all today. That's hey, all. This is the special ASMR episode of Dial In for Magic. Just wait until you hear Herman Cranberry. It's just gonna be like ugh, honey rolling off his lips. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make it real sexy, baby. <laughs> Oh my god, was that Nate? <laughs> Nate. <laughs> That's upsetting. Well, that was something. No, uh, that <laughs> gonna go home and think about that for for a minute. Oh no. And by go home, I mean, I don't know, stay at home. <laughs> we have left it off. You're in kind of a tense standoff sort of situation. 
there are a couple of, well, I, I should say three uh, monks standing in a line slightly behind Brother Q, as you know him. They are standing at the bottom of the stairs leading down into the basement area where you all are. And the fucking priest is also, like, here, right? Oh, the priest. Uh, the priest is somewhere. You have not seen the priest in, in a hot minute, though. Yeah, because didn't, oh, okay. like, didn't he, like, they broke up and, like, he killed that dude and then he was like... The priest, uh, yeah, broke Krogash's neck, I think, yeah. and repeatedly bashed him into the wall. It was horrifying. Um, I should also mention, just for our audience's sake, you also witnessed him kneeling and praying, and a spectral bell and chain kind of materialized out of the air, and he grabbed that and then strode off into the distance. Into the darkness, rather. He's a cleric of badness. He's a cleric of fuck this shit. The Oath of Badness. Uh, Did, or the Patron of Badness. Um, how, like, I, I'm trying to remember, are these three who are in front of us, are they aware that we are not, have we, have we done, like, deception checks to try and convince them that we are with them, or are we, like, do they know that we are not with them? We have... I think we have deceived them to a point. They might be suspicious, but they have not outright, like, pointed Call at us and it. been like, you are the bad ones. Um, also, Kitty is still invisible, which is why they are not suspicious No, I of don't her. think I am anymore. I think he dropped it. So no, I, I put it back on you. You put it back on Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Even though she has a bunch of stolen items, they don't notice that. All they've noticed is me with the armor on, and I think that was the main suspicion. Oh, yeah, that might have given us away then, at this point. That'll do it. Yeah, that, that'll do it. How close are we to the jail cells? Uh, I'd say you're about 50 feet. Like, you can kind of see the edge of the room that the jail cells are in. Are they closer to the Abbey people, or are they, like, behind me? They're behind the Abbey people. If you're facing the Abbey people, they're further away from you. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I have an idea that I need to get on the other side of these Abbey people. <laughs> Anybody else got anything? <laughs> if you want, I can do some dialogue to give you some time yeah, to think. Yeah, sure I want to see what kind of shit we're it. in with this guy. With this Aussie? Well, let's see here. Let's see how deep in you are. So, to give you a brief recap of what this gentleman looks like, a furbolg got the little mantis insignia kind of sewn on his jacket. He's got like a brown leather jacket. Kind of cargo-looking pants, lots of pockets. Because who doesn't love lots of pockets? Put so many things in there. Yeah, you can keep things in there. But not girls' phone numbers. <laughs> uh, you also notice, sort of disconcertingly, he's got something that looks like a spear gun. Like an old-timey diving spear gun in a pouch on his back. He's also got a wide-brimmed hat. So sort of Indiana Jones-esque, but maybe not as stylish. So he's kind of looking at you... I apologize if this is too stereotypical for for an Australian, but he's also holding a boomerang. 
Nice. Because that is a thing in the D&D universe that, that you can equip characters with. And that no one ever uses because I think it does like 1d4 damage. That is correct. <laughs> it is it is almost completely useless, but for style points, it's it's actually also really easy to beat. So there's no there's no incentive to to use a boomerang. Um, fair enough. Okay. But it looks cool, okay? It does. First of all, Clint McElroy is currently playing a character God with a boomerang in Adventures on Ethersea, which does not need my free advertising, but I do like it. But listen, I want to clock this Australian. I want to, like, can I do, like, insight on his body language or something? I want to see if he is looking at us with suspicion or with, like, intent to kill. He, okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll insight. Okay. Wisdom is not my favorite. That's a 10. So I know the obvious things about him. You know the obvious things about him. You basically get like the magic eight ball of of insight checks. Like, eh, I don't know. Future uncertain. Try again later. Uh, this this guy, the guy who died. I think he stole this out of the that room over there. I found it on the ground, and so I just picked it up. And <laughs> you dumb fuck. Why don't you roll? deception I picked it up and i put it on for safekeeping i never put the armor on I, ha- I just have it under my arm he's just carrying a full suit of armor under his arm yeah i found it well, on the ground he's gotta be like a really big little goat man to be able to carry that under one arm <laughs> that's an eight you're a bard man wow i rolled a three i don't know what you're oh, no <laughs> i don't know what you want from me so he it doesn't look like he's really buying it and he's he puts his hands on his hips kind of and he looks at you eyes squinting a little bit and he's like you know i know quite a lot of people that uh that work here in the abbey i'm i'm friends with a lot of the brothers and sisters and such but uh tell me what uh what chapter are you in mate um i'm one of the new additions to the are you familiar with the book of Deuteronomy? <laughs> you know, you know, mate. I I don't read much fiction. <laughs> he he said, looking directly at the camera. Um, this is free advertising for my other podcast. <laughs> I we're new recruits. Um, I'm part of the. Uh, I'm gonna travel scrambling. He's trying to think of the name of the people. Oh wait, he wasn't even there, so he doesn't even know. <laughs> uh, you have to make something up, man. We're from chapter seven. <laughs> yeah, chapter seven. What he said. The that's a good chapter. Um, chapter seven, you say? Are you declaring bankruptcy? Yeah, fuck off! I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> if you're gonna tee it up for me, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna hit it. <laughs> Yeah, we, we actually deal with all the bankruptcy in town. Um, we're, we're, we're on the financial side of things. You probably wouldn't know who we are. These are some fun accounting jokes. <laughs> That's what this podcast is missing, more accounting jokes. More accounting jokes. <laughs> That's what the people demand. And damn it, we're going to give it to them. 
I see. So your your new recruits who work in, and he uses air quotes here, Chapter 7, and you deal with all of the magical-based accounting crimes. That is correct. And, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. While uh-huh. this is all sort of happening, can I just be slowly fading into the background and trying to hide in a doorway? <laughs> I'm very squishy and I don't want to die. <laughs> Go ahead and roll stealth to see if you can make it away. Can I have advantage on the fact that he's discussing accounting right now? <laughs> yeah, is accounting very distracting for him? Is he distracted by the accounting? Uh, is he distracted? <laughs> he's half asleep, so if trouble can't sleep, it should, he should get advantage. <laughs> I rolled a 14. Um, as near good? as as near as you can tell, nobody notices you. Uh, okay. moving to the back. I've sort of ducked into kind of a doorway, or something. Okay. So it's just as as in the view of this guy, it's just Herman and I standing there, right? And I'm holding <laughs> yeah. a bunch of armor. And that is correct. Okay. I mean, I guess the less people, the better. Um, how how do you figure that exactly? I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the positive approach. I'm gonna. You know, you know, brother. I uh, I appreciate your candor. Uh, and if I could just get your name, I'll be sure to to give you a commendation to the friar when he comes back. Yes, my name is Brother Brebel, and this is Brother. Turman. I oh hate this. God. Oh. Rebel and Turman. Turman. Yep. Could you Here's could you thing. roll deception again? Just disadvantage? With disadvantage. With disadvantage sucks. because that was not creative in the slightest. <laughs> listen, and they weren't even like. Hey, Herman answer. That's not even that far away from your actual real names. Yeah, that's that's I, what I'm saying. I, I think that this is very good because I think this is adding a new character trait to treble he's a bard that's bad at lying and i think that's important for us to know canonically he's lied that before that is though true. he was like super good at lying previously apparently not just today. Faced, faced with death he can't lie anymore just not under yeah. pressure because that's a seven he can't lie under pressure i don't want to be a yobbo about this but uh you look like you're sweating a little bit so uh oh i have a condition it's just the it's just a thing that happens sometimes. I have sweaty. Is your condition condition. being a lying piece of shit? <laughs> I mean, I have I have been diagnosed with that in the past. Somebody give that fucking doctor a raise. Man's a bloody prophet. <laughs> Red's Red is hide, hiding, like thinking to himself, like. How's this guy not already killed Treble? <laughs> <laughs> now look at here, mate. And when he says this, he draws like a probably about a, a foot to a foot and a half long machete-looking thing out of a sheath on his on on his leg. Now look, mate. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really reasonable. I'm gonna ask you one more time. Otherwise, I'm gonna take this here thingy. And he kind of waves the little knife around. And we're going to go and strap you to one of the wonderful little uh, information extraction devices in the basement. And we're going to have ourselves a nice little barbecue. 
At this point, Treble stands like steps forward in front of Herman, ensuring that Herman and everybody else is behind. Well, I don't. I'm just hoping that Katie's behind him. So he stands out like with his hands kind of outstretched, just like in like a stopping motion. He's like, "Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen, listen. The uh, we can all be peaceful about this. I mean, seriously, there's nothing." And like as he's talking, he claps his hands in front of him. Uh, outstretched and cast thunder wave yeah i knew it i knew it it's a bard's bread and butter (laughs) all three of them need to uh, make a constitution saving throw there are four of them there's him and three monks so okay yeah let me let me do that then uh okay q rolled an eight okay he fails which is probably not great for for brother q uh and let's see here Okay, that is a 5, a 16, and a 7. Only the 16 succeeds. Okay. So everybody who failed takes 7 thunder damage and are pushed 10 feet. Now, Bobby, maybe you can help me remember. Do you control it? Pushed is just straight back. It's pushed straight back, straight back away from you. That's why you use it, is to get people away from you. So you don't incur attacks of opportunity. The person who succeeded only takes three damage and is not pushed. But everybody else has pushed ten feet. Just read this footnote, which is not great. And the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was intentional. Yeah. Oops. (laughs) Call in the infantry. (laughs) Right. Okay, so you do that, you clap your hands together, and uh, with sort of like a, almost a comical crunch, uh, two of the monks fly back, and you might have broken their necks or something, because they get, they get rammed into the stone wall, and just, they do not get up. Those boys did not have a lot of hit points. The third one, I guess, by virtue of being at the sort of the back of the formation, uh, I guess, was mostly unaffected by it because he kind of shakes it, shakes his head a little bit, and like struggles to get up to his feet. Brother Q, you he hits a wall as well and actually drops the machete-looking thing. And in and in true cinematic fashion, you've also like jostled the position of his hat, so it kind of like falls down over his eyes. So that's what you've done. Um, you can also hear just the sound of your of the of the sound of the clap, the sound of the thunder going like. You hear that? You hear them ass cheeks hit together so loud, <laughs> reverberating <laughs> down the halls. Well, I'm not going to top that. <laughs> so at this point, are we now in initiative since things have popped off? Well, you're not. Um, <laughs> you're hiding. Well, I would like that to be That doesn't mean that in we're not initiative. in initiative. Yeah. If things uh, are going yeah, down, like, I want to be able oh, to take Oh, they're, they're going down, yeah. so go ahead and, and roll initiative. <laughs> Do we need to roll? Is that what we're saying? Yes, okay, yes. Go ahead, go ahead and roll. I was um, fucking around. Oh, that's cocked. 23 for treble. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, I got to write this all down real quick. So 23 for treble. 16 for me. 10 for Herman. 18 for Red. Well, there's only two of them, so I suspect that this will be a somewhat one-sided fight. But, uh, okay, Treble, go ahead. 
Okay, so I'm going to draw my longsword. So I'm going to try and cast sleep on these last two fellows. 25 HP in there. It's affected in ascending order. The one monk just flat out passes out. Okay. Uh, the one remaining monk, so... Okay. As what I'm hoping will be a free action, I'm going to turn to Herman and say, Herman, you're a great guy, but I really need Vincent D'Onofrio right now. And I'm going to stomp on Herman's foot to hopefully try and bring Vincent D'Onofrio out. <laughs> Ow, that really hurt! <laughs> <laughs> he's not he's not mad at you <laughs> i'm not mad at you trouble that's not how it works sorry herman thought that's how it works okay <laughs> uh and that will be my turn uh red it is your turn okay i am going to do 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 magic <laughs> oh boy I'm gonna do, um, I'll try my classic Eldritch Blast, because that has a good range and can definitely hit this dude, if I hit this dude, if you know what I mean. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That, that will hit. And that's gonna give me 8 damage. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's going to give me the satisfaction of doing eight damage to this Aussie guy. Um, and I think that Red kind of does that while, like, leaning from the doorway <laughs> and then, like, okay. pops back uh, rogue style, trying to learn from Kitty, one of his role models. <laughs> um, the smartest person you know. Yeah, the smart person that I know. Um, I am going to bonus action shift uh, to give myself some temp HP and uh, higher movement speed for when we escape. So my wings pop out. I now do not look like a monk anymore. And then I'm going to turn to Herman and go, Herman, I, I heard that guy over there. And I point to the Australian guy. I heard he was super rude to his mother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not right. What a a jerk. Nothing's working. Nothing's working. (laughs) Maybe you got to try something like, Herman, that that man over there thinks that you should only work out your deltoids and no other muscle. <laughs> Son of a bitch! That guy over there said you don't need to stretch after a workout. It's super weird. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Katie, it's your turn. Okay, I'm fucking invisible. I've got a bag full of whatever I could grab in there, along with a cool grappling hook. You're also not in that room because I think you went into the lab room, right? No, we both went into the the. Oh, okay. She started yeah, in the everybody's... lab. Everybody's yeah, in the I, hallway. Okay, yeah, that's I right. I started in the lab, and then I was like, oh, fuck this. And then then I technically got un- invisible, so Jordan could knock the door open. Oh, right. Yes. And then, and then I went in and started grabbing just everything I could. Anything potion-y looking, anything, like, anything small that was going to fit in a bag. Daggers, rings, 
potions, coins, gems. It didn't matter. I was just shoving it all. And then uh, <laughs> Treble made me re-invisibled. Um, and now I'm invisible holding a very big spear um, and a bag full of stuff. Because I grabbed the spear because Treble was going to leave it behind. And I was like, fuck that shit. And I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> if I attack, I become uninvisible. <laughs> let us let us get into stupid antics and hurt ourselves. I I think that Kitty should release the Kraken. By which I mean release all. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't want to attack something and become un, uninvisible because I now have another hour of this. So um, she's just gonna sling her bag full of everything that she grabbed from the Abbey. Uh, the secret mo- magic stuff repository. She's gonna shove the spear in in between that and go. Fuck this is f- fucking heavy. And then she's gonna go over and start uh trying to open. Like we need a distraction because fucking treble made a big huge goddamn thunder wave and she's just gonna start picking locks. Okay. And I do have thieves tools and I'm sure I would have brought them in my bag with my gun. So. So, if you're going to be picking locks, um, which locks are you trying to pick? Because right now, you either are in or were just in the Room of Magical Artifacts. Yeah, that door's still open. Correct. Um, that door's open. Um, the door to the Friar's office is also open. Like, open to yeah, crack. I, I mean, I was uh, in there really bad, but um, I, I've been gently uh pushed towards opening the prisoners doors so around the corner mm. i should be able to make it there so that's a good idea okay I'm, I'm um go for the first one i can see yeah you a could person in. okay um you are able to see uh the first row of cells is unoccupied but in the second row is the uh Great. the minotaur is in one of them nice uh now for thieves tools i forget what check that actually ends up being i'm assuming sleight of hand but okay go ahead and go ahead and roll that and you're trying to beat an 18 we'll just say i didn't i got a 14 i will also say if you want to try and make a strength check the lock on it is kind of rusty sure with my negative one strength great you could roll a nat 20 just tell the minotaur to break out then uh i rolled a 10 again minus one nine okay well you gave it a good shake it appears to be for holding firm still well that was my turn i ran over to those and i tried to do stuff and it didn't work you can bonus action bonus action what uh hide dash i don't know um (laughs) i will i will bonus action Make a perception check to spot a hit. My eye for detail is a thing that my rogue thing can do. I can use a bonus action to make a perception check to spot a hidden creature or object or to make an investigation check to undercover or decipher clues. I'll make an investigation check to find some clues. Go ahead and roll to see if you can, in fact, spot a key uh, to the doors. Well, it's way better than everything else. I've rolled 19. <laughs> On a metal loop is not just one key, but in fact, a whole batch of keys. Batch of, of keys. keys? Group of keys? A, ring of keys? a batch. Ring of keys. There we of go. freshly cooked up keys. <laughs> a whole... <laughs> Res- locally sourced, responsibly raised keys. <laughs> Great. 
I will I will grab them for next turn to start unlocking doors. It is Q's turn, and he is going to kind of get to his feet, and he throws uh, his boomerang directly at you, Treble. Makes sense. It does. That's a 15. Does that hit? Ah, yes, it does. Okay, he throws it, and as he throws it, he yells... You know, I call my boomerang reminiscence, because it always comes back to me. <laughs> yes. And that'll do uh, eight bludgeoning damage. Oh, snap. Fuck. And then the he... A boomerang. Uh, he catches it, and then he throws it at you again. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is a 22. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nope, that misses. That misses. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> And that hits you for seven bludgeoning damage. Oh, God. <laughs> I am very visibly bloodied. I look at Herman, I'm like, Herman, please. Vincent please, Vincent D'Onofrio, I need <laughs> that him. That hurt really bad. Oh, Vincent's coming. <laughs> All right, after seeing Trouble get just wrecked by the boomerang, he goes, that son of a bitch hit you with this whirly stick. I'm going to murder him. <laughs> With this whirly stick. I love that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and then Vincent D'Onofrio comes out. He goes full rage mode. And uh, I think I'm going to try and tackle Q. Okay. He's close enough that I can run up and tackle him, right? That's yeah, yeah, you do. could do that. You can grapple. Uh, I see that's just a strength check. Uh, it's a strength check against, I want to say against Which, his strength now check. Now that you're raging, you got advantage on. You do get an advantage on that. A so. baby advantage, okay. baby. So I got sixteen. Oh, that'll that'll succeed. I got a fourteen for his strength nice. check. So, and uh, as you okay. grapple him, he just starts speaking Australianisms. What? Like Australian slang. <laughs> Put another slang. shrimp on the barbie. Dig <laughs> away <laughs> <eat> my baby. <laughs> Bludger. Are we trying to, <laughs> to completely alienate our Australian audience? <laughs> I don't know that we have any, and I, I would think that this is like, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. It's not um. in this case. <laughs> not when you do it like we did it not okay that's fair at the very least he starts swearing at you and like trying to get out of your grip but uh you've got with your firmly defined muscles and uh and good core strength uh you're holding him still so i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look at herman and be like hey just just hold him just like keep him held we'll hold him hostage and we can use that as to our advantage so just Hold on to him, Fur. Can you hold on to him, Herman? Herman turns around to give you a thumbs up, and as he does, he starts to get up. He goes, oh, shit, and he pins it back down. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up, look. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Uh, so, with knowing that Herman has him in in grasp, Trouble's going to walk forward and, like, walking past him, walking towards the cells as quickly as he can with base and toe. Okay. Now remind me, for sleep, there's no, like, they don't have to make, like, constant con saves or anything to remain asleep. They're Unless, just yeah, asleep, they're asleep, right? for, what is it, like, one minute? I think they can be uh, woken up if someone does damage to them. So, like, uh, if the one sleep... of their buddies goes up and slaps them, they'll wake up. Yeah, 
or until the spell ends, which is a minute, uh, they take damage or someone uses an action to shake or slap the sleeper awake. So that being said, Treble, you went over to the cells. Did you do anything else, or was that? Um, it? Are we still are we still doing it, keeping an initiative? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go over to the cells and gonna try and find the one with the Minotaur in it. Well, that shouldn't Kitty be difficult. Has the keys. Be too. Be too. That's difficult. true. Kitty does have the keys. So I can't see the keys. Well, I'm not. I'm not necessarily worried about <laughs> getting the door open. This treble is smart enough to assume that that's what Kitty is doing because she's invisible or trying to figure out what's going on in the future. So he's more worried about talking to the Minotaur. So as quickly as he can, he's going to be like, hey, "My friend, my friend, I am not with the Abbey," and he, I he pulls out the uh, the horn that was given to him by the Minotaur. I've been sent by some friends. If if we let you out, will you help us? Uh, the Minotaur kind of stirs, and it looks like it becomes apparent that they were, like, sleeping, or at the very least, very groggy. And kind of gets to its feet, and you realize it's actually quite a bit taller than you are, like... This is an unnaturally large minotaur, like a good eight and a half to nine feet. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. Like, kind of deceptive because it was lying prone, and then it gets up and it's almost reaching to the ceiling. I like how I slept through the thunderclap. <laughs> <laughs> and the knock. And the knock, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll sleep for this one. The minotaur pads over and kind of looks at you and then looks at the horn and in a very low voice just says, All right, let me out. I gotta see somebody. I don't yeah, know if I like that, a... but we'll go with that. I'm gonna trust that the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so uh, let me find the key. Hold on. And I'm gonna turn and try and find the keys that are now invisible because they're on Kitty's person. So I'm gonna try and find those. Okay, Red, it is your turn. Uh, Red, I'm also going to have you go ahead and roll Perception. Ooh, fun. Fun and exciting. Again, my wisdom is not my best stat. Ooh, so two plus one, a three. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, um... <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> you are the Inspector Clouseau of, of the group when it comes to investigations. Uh, you, I guess, don't, don't notice... Anything out of the ordinary. I'm very worried. Do you do anything else? Yeah, I'm going to do something else. And the thing that I'm going to do is... <laughs> I'm talking like Bert Apley. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good deep cut. Kitty and Treble are working on this thing with letting the prisoners out. Um, Herman clearly has our enemy under control... I want to find an escape route. Uh, I'm not great at that, so I'm going to pray. <laughs> to okay. my patron. Sir Gerald Birkenstock. <laughs> I pull out my little feather, which is my like magical item thing, and say a prayer. <laughs> uh, Sir... 
Sir Gerald Birkenstock, if you're there, we really need a way out of this place, and I'm very scared. Uh, if you could uh, help me out, maybe. Um... Uh, go ahead and roll religion. <laughs> My, why is religion under intelligence? Well, I have a I, th- I think <laughs> I think you've asked and answered your own question, really. Oh, but, um, ten oh, minus no. one a nine. Uh, okay, you know that's not the worst it could have been. So you hear as you finish this prayer, like a little, like the sound of a small bell, like, like a, a soft. Fairy just got its wings. Yes, like a fairy just got its wings, or. Or an angel got gonorrhea or something. I don't know. But you... <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm a big picture story guy. I, 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 I can't be asked to come up with metaphors. That's just... That's not how it works. But you hear that, and then you see in front of you materialize uh, a small floating orb with a single eye that kind of looks around for a second looks at you and says, Have you intoned the name of Sir Gerald? Yeah, yes, I did do that. I bring missives from him. Um, first of all, he says, in perhaps the least polite way possible, he tells you to fuck off. But more, but more, more to the point, he tells you to fuck off in the direction of over there. He points uh, actually into the friar's office. Uh, oh, interesting. And he points, right. he doesn't actually have any arms, so it's kind of more of a head nod. So it's like, over there. I think if you fuck off into that direction and subsequently into the basement, you will find relief. I'm being told also that Gerald wants you to pay your union dues. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're... I'll figure that out once I survive uh, this place. Thank you very much. Uh, He does a weird little, like, salute. I'm not entirely sure what you were trying to do there. And frankly, um, he pauses for a second and it's clear that, like, he's getting, he's receiving instructions in real time. Like, Gerald is observing this and just, like, feeding him instructions. I've also been told that, uh, Oh, he just said fuck off again. Um, I'm going to go now. It's, well, it's been great being out in the real world, but now I have to go back to Sir Gerald's basement. Oh, God. Oh, God. fuck. Jesus. All right, I'll, no, no, I'll I know what it, I know what it sounds like, but really, it's quite, it's quite all right. And then he can't even finish his sentence. He dematerializes. So that was my action. Do I still have movement and, uh... Yeah, should. Yeah, you you still have movement. Okay. I would like to shout to everyone and be like, apparently there's an exit this way! And uh, then head into the friar's office. You push open the door to the friar's office. Uh, inside you see a ornate wooden desk with a number of books on it stacked up. Uh, On the wall, you see a large canvas piece of cloth on which is written, uh, it looks almost like a roster. You can see that there are are various names of different tier teams uh, written down. So you see Mantis, which you heard over the 
the radio, uh, Kingfisher, which you had already encountered. You see another one called Goshawk, Serpent, and Anglerfish. That sounds like a bad one. I don't want to run I mean, into that one. N- none of these are particularly good. Yeah, Anglerfish sounds bad, but Serpent, that one sounds promising. <laughs> what? Okay, do I... Do I immediately see, like, another door leading out from this office? Or is this something where I'm going to need to, like, investigate for a hidden You're door? You're going to need to investigate. Okay, I don't think so, I have that left in my No, you would you'd need to wait until the next turn. But I have, I have shouted to all of my companions to get in here. There's an exit, apparently, in here. Correct. Um, yeah. Okay, um, Kitty, it's your turn. I've got keys. I'm gonna use them uh, on the door with the room that I've noticed a one person in, which apparently now Treble is talking to. So I'm just gonna invisibly push him and and unlock the door. Uh, You unlock the door, and the door swings open. It's the the door is kind of rusty, so makes kind of an ugly screeching noise, but swings open. Uh, the Minotaur uh, pushes their way out of the cell, and uh, the Minotaur kind of looks around because Treble clearly wasn't the one who unlocked it. So I'll just go like just 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 follow him. I don't know. I'll just like kind of whisper that invisibly. And then, like, pat him on the arm. His very big, large, muscly arm. The Minotaur nods and then reaches out to you, Treble, and, like, holds out a hand, like, to shake your hand. Thank you for the rescue. I'm Maggie. Nice to meet you, Maggie. If you follow us, we can all get out of here safely. I'm afraid that won't be possible, but I thank you for your service. In saying this, Maggie reaches up, and you can see now that she's got this set of horns, and one of them is actually cracked, like something hit it, like a sword or a mace or something, but it's broken off, or it's cracked at the very least, and she reaches up, and with this wrenching motion, breaks off a piece of her horn, Ow. and holds it like a knife. Fuck. She's not fucking around. I have business with the friar. I'll delay them as long as I can. Shit. Shit, man. It's uh, it's still my turn. Is there any other... Can I look through any of the other windows, see if there's anybody else left in these cells? Uh, Yes, you can. Um, You do see uh, a couple more people. Uh, You see a triton woman, and you see a... Looks to be a human man. Can I unlock both of their doors really quick on my turn? I will I will allow that's, it. Yeah. That's what I'll do and then I'll just be like I'll just swing I'll let the door swing open and then I'm like I am doing the the arms up in the air to treble like I don't know what to do now but nobody can see it. So <laughs> <laughs> So I think Q has to make another like strength check. Yeah, I think he has. To. And I do yeah, you make one I, as I well or is it just a strength check to try to break the grapple if he's want if he wants to get out of the grapple? Okay. Okay. 
That is a 11. Oh, oh fuck. 12. <laughs> Thank God. Damn it. Advantage. <laughs> uh, unable to break out of the grapple. So uh, it is it is your turn, I believe. Okay. So I'm going to look up at um, Trouble. Hey, Trouble, open that door. Let's throw him in. Open the fucking door. <laughs> Trouble just kind of opens it up a little bit and gestures him to <laughs> have at it. Um, so do you need to roll a strength check again to throw him in the cell? Uh... No, I'll I'll let you throw him in without check his ass. Yeah. All right, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> and Trevor will shut the door. So in doing that, that sort of ends the initiative period, at least for the moment. Uh, Kitty and Treble, since and I guess Herman, since you're in in that hallway, go ahead and roll perception. Let's try the dice that Dan and Henry gave me for my birthday. Woo. Much better. Perception. Hey. Dirty 20. Yeah. 19. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. 16. Ooh. Good rolls across the board. Everybody's way better at this than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, since you're closest to the staircase that leads up to the top floor, you hear the sound of footsteps Ooh. coming. Uh, sort of, sort of in the same way that, that, uh, like in Fellowship of the Ring, when they hear the drums and the sound of goblins, that's sort of the, the vibe. They have a cave troll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you do hear the sound of, uh, of parties coming. I'm just gonna head out, hoping, I'm assuming you're, are you right behind yes, me, Kitty? Yes, I mean, I have all my, I, I have a very heavy bag full of stuff, and a spear, and now keys. But if, if we get into that office, I want to do an investigation before we try to leave there for any paperwork, anything incriminating. Red, you had wanted to investigate specifically for the door, right? I mean, I had really, in my heart, wanted to get Kitty in here <laughs> and just give her the help action <laughs> to investigate for a door. Because I have a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So you're doing the sort of like, oh, I know where the door is. I just want Kitty to know where the door no, is too. I'm, I'm <laughs> more like finding Kitty and being like, I've been told that there's a secret door in here. Can you find it? Or can I help you find it? Yeah, I'm looking for. Well, I could do that as a bonus action because I can make to look to find it. Yeah. Can yeah, I just do two? Yeah. I could use my action to make a perception check to look for, like. Or make an investigation check to look for, like, specifically, like, paperwork or, like, incriminating things. And then a bonus action to to find another investigation check to find the door. Great. Uh, yeah, you so can do that. So I'll do the first one without advantage, because that was not what Red was helping me with. Um, that is a 23. Uh, and that is a 24. So I'll do the door part first. Um, so, (laughs) so you notice, you kind of like walk behind the friar's desk. He's got like a chair there and you notice that there's like, uh, an ornate brass like button, uh, on the underside of the desk, kind of like right at knee level. So you could like reach under the desk and press it. I'm assuming you, you press press it or. I pressed the button. Uh, the bookcase behind you 
swings back, revealing a staircase going down. So that's the first thing. And then second thing was looking for interesting yeah, documents, documents uh, essentially. Well, something that would like make a good story once I'm out of here and then like pro to help bring the abbey down. Um, anything like if I see like the words about the floating island places and or, you know, okay. I'm just quickly like shuffling through any papers I can find. And if anything looks interesting, I'm just shoving it in my bag. Interesting or incriminating. Gotcha. Okay. So you would still see, uh, as before, as Red saw, like, the the canvas sh uh, cloth with all of the rosters on it. So there's a number of different teams, or tiers teams, that are listed there. There's also names for each of those. You also are able to find there's, like, a leather satchel full of documents on the friar's desk and in opening it and reading them you realize that they're dispatches from dispatches from one of the floating cities specifically the city of Seahold okay I, i'm i'm just going to take is that the, whole satchel full of stuff and i'm going to just rip that cloth thing okay okay um the other thing that you find is sort of a logbook of the different chapters of the Abbey that oh, are spread yeah. throughout Bastalone. So it's a list of the name of the chapter plus where it's located, so the city, as well as who the, basically the chapter president or the friar is. Interestingly enough and sort of disconcerting, there is also mention of a cathedral. And there aren't any names or or a location written for that, but it is written down in sort of a... And it's written in a radial way, so at the very, very bottom, like, every road leads to this cathedral. Oh, like that. Yeah, sort yeah of that's thing. going in the bag, too. The other thing that you find is a list of prisoners currently being held by the oh, Abbey. Oh, yeah, 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 taking that, too. And this is not just in the city of New Bastillon. This is kind of spread throughout all of the country. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. So that's a big list. It is quite a sizable list. It is a thick with two C's hey. list. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, definitely come with. Mm -hmm. Perhaps drawn to the sounds of the clapping, the, uh, the sound of people is drawing closer. You hear it drawing closer, and then you hear this deep brog, and then the sound of someone's day getting absolutely no, ruined by by is that someone by a minotaur? Us? No, the minotaur's okay. Uh, no, uh, you also you hear this great bellow and the sound of horrific violence, uh, and then you hear the sound of screeching as someone's day gets ruined again um. <laughs> horrific violence is my favorite kind of violence indeed <laughs> what are you guys doing uh i am just in there invisible going i, I, I don't know if anybody's read through the door everyone through the door please yes okay, as vincent d'onofrio walks past the uh, cell he goes enjoy your stay at the holiday inn <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. 
Simply oh. terrible. I mean, to be fair, a Holiday Inn is basically a prison. So it is, <laughs> there, right. it is purgatory. There Holiday Inn sponsorship. So I wouldn't want okay their money. Yeah, okay you hear that, that, Best Western? We're open. <laughs> the, light, the light's always on for you. I don't think leaving the light on is a Best Western I don't know thing. who that is. But it is a, a hotel of some sort. So yeah, do we need to stay this... in initiative for going through this door, or can we all just rush through this door? You can all rush through it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep initiative for that. I rush through yeah. the door. Yeah, we'll head head through. So you are now in a spiral stone staircase. Uh, the walls are covered in kind of a green gray lichen, and periodically, like once every fifteen feet or so, there's an alcove where a torch is burning. It goes down quite a ways. Probably sixty feet or more into the depths of this of this rock that the abbey is built on. Uh, you arrive at the bottom of this staircase and you're faced with a rough stone passageway. Uh, it looks like instead of actually like making new walls, the architects of this location basically just carved a space in the existing cave walls. You're at the bottom of the staircase. There's a short passageway with like rough. Rough walls, rough ceiling. Uh, and then you come to a wide open room. And carved into the rock on each sides of this room are more cells. And in the middle of the room, there is a raised, like a large uh, stone platform on which there appear to be a number of medical or surgical tables and what look to be various types of bodies on each of them. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I don't like that. Are there like people that. in the cells? It's pretty dimly lit, so you're not really sure from your current vantage vision? point. This sucks. Oh, I guess oh, that's God, true. Um, in some... <laughs> yes, but according to Wizards of the Regular Coast... Regular cats don't have dark uh, vision, but tabaxis do. <laughs> it's the most bullshit thing Watsy has ever done. And they've done a lot of bullshit Yeah, Wizards, things. if you're listening... No, yeah. don't insult wizards. That's when we can't piss off. <laughs> they know it's bullshit. If they can't take constructive criticism like this, then I don't know what to tell you. This is we this get, is constructive criticism. Is when this is Bobby constructive criticism. Bullshit. It is bullshit. This is saying cat. If we have to become a maverick po- podcast operating outside the sanction of Wizards of the outside Coast, so the be it. Outside the law of the wizards. <laughs> outside the church, we will we will do it. Where are you guys now? So you, I kind of described the the hallway, the staircase. Uh, are you entering this room? Are you staying? Are you staying in the hallway? What's the what's the deal? I should also mention before I before I get into that, uh, Hattie throughout this whole thing uh, hasn't been really doing all that much. It seems like this is even beyond. Not beyond her experience, but this environment just isn't oh, familiar also, to her. Oh, did those two other prisoners follow Treble? No, they followed uh, oh, the Minotaur. Gonna fuck shit up. Okay. So, do we have to go through this room to continue onward, yeah, this or seems is it like the only place to go? Unless there's another passageway. There are two passageways that you can see leading from this room. Uh, one of them has like an iron gate barring the way, 
and the other one you can't really see where it goes but it heads off um roughly in the direction of the water from where you are do we want to go towards the water can everyone swim i mean i we can all swim i think and i do have i found a cool ass grappling hook i don't know what it does Kitty's just gonna Batman us to safety. I'm gonna Luke. Sky- I'm gonna Luke Skywalker gonna... each of you across the the thing, and you all have to kiss me beforehand. And it'll <laughs> be real weird later like when we find out we're all secretly related. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, we've got to go through this room to check out those passageways. So, uh, are the people on the tables dead? Uh, you can't tell. Uh, you can roll a medicine check if you would like, but you cannot tell from your okay, current I'm gonna angle. Do, I'm gonna do so. And while we're, while we're in oh, that room, wow. still invisibly, I'm going to look to see if there are people in the cells. There are people in the cells to the right and to the left of you. Are they alive? Uh, same story. You, you weren't able to tell. Uh, 18 for medicine. Okay. So it looks like some of the people are alive, but very much unconscious, and some of them are very much dead. Henry, I'm sorry about fucking up all your shit, but I am going to oh, not again. go around, check which people <laughs> are unconscious, and cast spare the Motherfucker is a cantrip. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> How um, dare no, you save I... these people? How many people am I able to find who are, like, alive that I can cast that on that have, like, a chance of surviving if we take them out? Okay, five people. We have two Goliaths. Can y'all carry five people? We haven't even checked to see if the people in the cells are alive or dead or either. No, I'm I'm going to all the cells as I do oh, this. I haven't and opened I found them five yet, I don't that are. Think. Yeah, cells aren't cells oh, are not open. No, they're still in the cells, but I, I've I've cast a spell. Oh, on I, them. I thought you were doing that on the people on the <laughs> tables. The oh shit! No, I'm doing it to like everybody in the. Oh screen. oh. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay, hold on a second, then. Well, and they but they have to have been like unconscious. Like spare the dying is only for those people if they're like alive. Anyone who is unconscious but still... Not every cell not is full, dead, so if you I take think. into account the people on the tables and in the cells, there's a total of ten. Could you do, like, some medicine checks to see if we can get them, like, conscious so that we can get them to walk out? You hear a click, and a metal grate slides down over the hallway that you just exited. Oh shit, Going they're locking it now. down! We gotta get it. We have to get out of here now. We have to go. Red goes into a rage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Audience, that is not something that Red can actually Red do. One level right now. The the often spoken of but seldom seen moment. warlock rage. <laughs> um, it's also worth noting that you hear in deep, rumbling, basalt tones a voice as soon as this grating comes down. Oh, more toys for Abaddon to play with. Master has been so good to Abaddon. 
Red stands up from casting Spare the Dying on like a poor, tortured person, looks extremely angry, and just shouts with his like, he's like covered in his like feathers, he's got like his wings and everything. He looks a little more intimidating than he usually looks, and just shouts like, Abaddon can fuck off! <laughs> uh, to this roll point. intimidation. I actually have good intimidation. Yeah, because it's charisma when, based. Uh, yeah, well, and and when I'm shifted, I have. Incidentally, wizards, while I have you here, uh, intimidation should also be able to be a strength check on on the basis of people being physically intimidating. It, dude, you're the yeah. DM. I, I I know. DM, you can make I'm that I'm happen. fighting for a principle here. I'm fighting for something that can't be killed or or something. Uh, go ahead and roll intimidation. Um, that, I didn't roll that great, but it's a 10 with my plus six Ooh. intimidation. You yeah, that is, <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, you hear the voice again, rumbling through this dungeon. My heart is an unmarked grave, open to nobles or to knaves. And when this voice finishes speaking, you hear the sound of, like, a chain dragging on the ground. And across from you, the passageway that has a metal gate, the metal gate starts to rise slowly. The maw waits for you with bated breath, but a whisper from pitiless death. Will our heroes find their way out of the basement? Will the Minotaur do some damage? Will Vincent D'Onofrio keep on being Vincent D'Onofrio? All this and more on Dial M for Magic, Global Meltdown. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Dial M for Magic. Your cast, as always, was Jordan Fugit as Treble, Dan Rogland as Red, Bobby K. Kuffner as Kitty Bradley, and Nathan Pierce as Herman Granberry. Our dungeon master, as always, was Henry Rogland. All of our artwork was done by Ashley Meisner Terran. Our intro and outro music was done by Alex Hills. As always, we appreciate your continued support. You can find us on Twitter at M4MagicCast or on Instagram at dial underscore M underscore podcast. Make sure to check out our website, dialm4magic.com, where we have all of our links to all of our merchandise, all of our news about what we have coming up. We have a lot of exciting things coming up soon, so I'm excited to share all that with you. Our next episode will be coming at you on December 9th. We look forward to seeing you then. You have to push the pause button again. Hold music. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm a little <laughs> off, but um, We're recording. it won't be too Can you stop my recording? Okay. What's happening? It was my Where turn, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I derailed this. Before our commercial you break. all that technical difficulties time I, well, to think about I it. I think what I... <laughs> yeah. The audience doesn't know about all the technical difficulty time. Well, I'm you ruined it. You well, ruined the magic. <laughs> you ruined the magic. Um, the movie magic. Well, I don't want to be uninvisible um, right now. Oh, my. Sorry. The Admiral is losing his goddamn mind for some reason. The Admiral, the Admiral is a cat. 
Nope, he's a man who audience. runs around my house just so the screaming. Is Bobby's no, it's, I don't know him. I just know him as the Admiral. He just runs around. Ah! No, uh, that Admiral Akbar. Lady.